there's a there's a zany nature to to a lot of what you do, and I appreciate that. I feel like I can always trust Burnham Beer. Welcome to another edition of Michigan Banana. I'm Miles Robertson. This is Katie Jameson. And uh, we're co-hosting the show, and today we are with the guys, a couple of the guys from Burnham Brewery. Um, sounds like a pretty cool setup you got there. Uh, we definitely want to get into kind of how that partnership came to be and, and how it's working out. Um, and so, yeah, we're here with Steve and with Rob, and they brought some beer along, which Woo-woo. I'm excited about. Uh, we weren't sure that they're bringing beer, but because they're <laughs> brewers and they're great people, they did, uh, even though we didn't ask. Uh, but in case they didn't, we did run out to the liquor store and we picked up a six pack of uh, squat little Mickey bottles. Let's not say we. Let's Hand say Miles. Let's say Miles. Hand grenades. Picked up. Yeah, they look like that. <laughs> um, so um, much better drinking this uh, raspberry. Tea. Mr. T. It's from the Mr. T series. Yeah. This is raspberry ale brewed with green and black tea and fresh fruits. Yeah. So uh, we do. So with the T series beers, the Mr. T, we do um, fresh fruits locally as they are coming out. So raspberry was the first one. We actually ended up doing two batches of that since they had a really good season this year with raspberries. And um, blueberry comes out next, and then Ooh. peaches, the last of the series to come out. So right exciting. now, we are out of blueberry, but we've got our second batch of raspberry and a batch of peach out that we brought out for you guys. Yeah, and the raspberry is really tasty. It's definitely one of my favorites. I'm digging it. Yeah, it's definitely one of our best-selling seasonals now. Um, the word is out, and every year when we do it, it just keeps getting more popular. So this year, we actually did do that extra batch of raspberry just because it went so fast, mm-hmm. and I almost wish we would have done the blueberry the same because it's... It's just so good. Yeah, yeah. How long have you been doing the Mr. T series? More than one year, or is this a um, first year? This will be our third. Yeah, this will probably be our third year. I don't think we did it the first year on a big. Have you ever thought about doing a paw paw, <laughs> Mr. T, with paw paws? We've actually never thought of that one. I know they're a local Indiana fruit. Um, we don't see too much of them up this way. It's usually a little farther south, like Bloomington. Mm-hmm. I know uh, Upland Brewery does some stuff with pawpaw down there. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, we've talked about doing a couple other varieties, so I think we might be doing strawberry next year or strawberry, strawberry kiwi. kiwi. Yeah, Ooh, that's fun. Yeah. And, like a, a chapstick. Of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully better tasting. <laughs> I mean, though, hopefully you know? better tasting. Well, yeah. there are some good chapsticks out there. Right, that you would eat. Yum, yum. <laughs> yum, yum, mm-hmm. yum. Yeah. So, is there a name for ales that include tea? and fruit in them? I mean, it's a fruit ale, I guess maybe you would call it, but it's got tea, too. I don't see that a lot. Yeah, it's... I don't think there's actual, like, a, you know, B, BJCP, like, category for it mm. or anything. I think there'd be more of it in the experimental beer category, which okay. is just, you know, it, that can be a wide range of anything going into beer. Yeah, so. just random ingredients. I mean, it could be anything. So the tea beers, we just call them tea ales. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the base beer of it is, like, a lighter blonde ale kind of thing with... um the tea going there is a small hop addition in there just to mm-hmm. get some bitterness and hops have a natural preservative quality to them so there's a little bit of that there but then there's tea steeped at the end of the boil when the fire's off just to kind of pull that flavor out and then it's uh finished off with fruit at the end and the uh, the art here is pretty funny punny something mm-hmm. of that nature can you describe it to us and tell us about your artist a little bit so on this can, what we're looking at is uh, essentially a tea party um, <laughs> of our our Burnham's. For, for, first off, our uh, Burnham skeleton. We, he's kind of got the name Mr. Burnham mm-hmm. on all the, the cans. 
he's on every can doing something different as a different character every single time. So on the tea cans, he's kind of having a tea party with um, Mr. T. Of course. Um, some other little animals, I think. And uh, Yeah, is that like a stuffed a, yeah, teddy bear? Uh, yeah, maybe an alive one. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> it's a real bear. But uh, the Mr. Burnham is in a pink dress with a bright big pink hat, kind of for a fancy tea party. Yeah. Uh, I want to take a second to mention one of our advertisers, uh, EcoAl Press. They're a printing company located in South Bend uh, that's eco-minded. They offer green printing solutions for everything from handbills uh, to large format banners. I use them in a lot of different things I do. Uh, every service they offer is high quality and reasonably priced with extremely fast turnaround. They can take a concept from idea to design to print all in-house. Check out their Facebook page and website at equalpress.com for more info. Grapevine Local Food Marketing, based in northwest Indiana, provides cost-effective marketing for small farms and food businesses. Sarah Highland has helped us at Edible Michiana improve our marketing strategy, and she's really helped us make our website look so much better. So much better. Uh, Grapevine Local Food Marketing is super passionate about serving local farms, small food producers, and artisans. They create effective websites, logos, posters, newsletters, and so much more. Sarah actually developed our Food Notes email newsletter logo and template, and it's gorgeous. It's new. If you haven't seen the new one, sign up. Uh, exactly, it's exactly what we wanted. They can also help you with your Google Analytics, provide marketing consultation, and help you develop a digital strategy that is right for your business. GrapevineLocal.com. Um, all the can, the, the T-Series cans are all the same with the exception of the color and the fruit around the outside of the can. Mm -hmm. they, we just kind of switched that up. But it looks like there's a nice like hedge maze in the background for... They're having a fancy little tea party out in a nice British garden. It's delightful. <laughs> it kind of sets everybody up for our actual tea party, which this year is going to be just a taproom event. Um, we have done it at a, <laughs> as a bigger event before, but we are just going to be doing it as a taproom event this year. It's going to be September 28th yep. on the Friday. Yep. Uh -huh. um, we have all the tea beers, the blueberry, raspberry, and peach, and then we also do a couple different variations of beers, like small batch, small batch stuff. I just brewed a raspberry hibiscus tea beer today, Ooh. and I'm going to finish it with cilantro and lime. Ooh, and weird. That should be, I mean, it sounds should weird be, to turn me. out pretty cool. I mean, I don't, cool. yeah. I'm not sure which <laughs> cool, other ones are we doing. We did a couple <laughs> other ones. So. Yeah, I've been uh, meeting over the past couple months, meeting with this company called Inari Tea. Where yeah. They go all over. I love those guys. Yeah, Aaron is really good mm -hmm. dude. Um, and then one of my good friends from childhood, uh, Blake Vissing, he's been helping out them up in this area mm -hmm. for making connections with people and stuff. And, uh, yeah, we've got some really weird teas from them. So we did, like, a uh, Sencha green tea uh, beer that's mm -hmm. going to get dry hopped with hops. It's got the tea flavor and all the, like, hop aroma in it. Um, we did a Mexican-style lager with this, like, stem tea, toasted stem tea. So it's mm. a lot of stems from the it's tea. Is like a twig cacucha? It looked I, like I twigs. Think it is a what a it was, word! It was a big bag of twigs. <laughs> yeah, so it was. It's really wild. Really, one of my favorite <laughs> it's Japanese teas. twig tea. Yeah, I, I believe that's what it is. I'll okay. have to check okay. with Aaron. Um, I really like that tea. Yeah, it was yeah. one of my favorites when he came out and we sampled tea mm -hmm. all day and like got to try a bunch of different ones. And that was one of the favorite ones I tried. And just thinking of it in like a crisp lager was what I wanted to go for. Nice. That sounds so. awesome. Yeah, you guys do a lot of exciting brews. I feel like. Mm -hmm. You do, and I appreciate that. I feel like I can always trust Burnham beer. Like if it's a, no, really though. Like if it's on the menu, I'm like, yeah, that's what I want because I know it's going to be good. Yeah. We do, we do that. But I mean, 
we we have our mainstay beers now too, but mm-hmm. we do always get weird, and that's what we've always done. <laughs> nice. You know, we just like to brew with different ingredients, but and hopefully, like you just said, uh, and I get this from a lot of people that they go to a place and they see our tap handle and they just say they don't care what it is. Just yeah. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. and it, it kind of took some time to build up that reputation of you know always having something new. When we first started selling to people, they would. Uh, well, I want that beer again. Uh, well, sorry, that one's gone. Um, we right. got this now. So you're just going to have to keep it going. It was with the design of the tap handle, too, not having a space on the tap handle mm-hmm. for what type mm-hmm. of beer it was. It's just burn them. So when you see it at the bar, you see the skull. Mm-hmm. Like, and, you know, but it was, you kind of can, like, give credit to our small batch system. We have a 15-gallon, like, homebrew system still that we oh, wow. put out new recipes Every week, there's a new recipe mm-hmm. new brewed, at least. You're always creating and Yeah, we're constantly tinkering. making new beers. And yeah. between me, Steve, our other brewer, Ryan, um, Howie, our cellarman, Rick, our other cellarman now, too. Like, I mean, we have a couple different heads, you know, going after a couple different beers. So you get their favorite beers or something that they want to brew. Mm-hmm. You get our favorite beer or something we want to brew. And then it's just a big variety of stuff. Yeah. yeah. We also encourage, like, our some of our bartenders and some of the other owners in Burnham to think of ideas for recipes and they come room to with us with our nice so. it gets awesome. hard after a couple hundred beers i mean right. you gotta, you're, i'm running out of ideas right now <laughs> right yeah, i guess do you yeah. you have a like these one-off beers you might be doing these like really zany specialty ones are you guys recording recipes for all this you just have oh, this yeah. massive book of recipes oh, yeah. to yeah, pull from now a couple database. computer software programs mm-hmm. and then yeah are all just hard copies too yeah, mm-hmm. nice I'm, i've lost track now but i'm pretty sure we're over 500 like different whoa recipes that that's pretty serious wow that's crazy small batching does a lot of it though too so yeah. when people hear that they're like well i've never seen that many beers right. but i mean come to our tap room once a week there's three or four maybe mm-hmm. beers that are mm-hmm. on that weren't on the week before how do you decide that you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> you know make them more mainstay or close you know like keep making them often or consistently we kind of let the people decide that too i mean we like what we taste and you know that plays a big factor in mm-hmm. it but we see what sells better in the tap room what goes faster than others and that's always a big part you know what sells We'll make it into more hands of people. So yeah, let's let's crack open that peach. Yeah, yeah, um, crack it. Yeah, I like the raspberry, but I'm a big peach fan. Like mm. stone fruit, peaches mm. in season right now. Fuzzy oh, stuff. Yeah. Fuzzy. Thank you. Um, okay, so tell us a little bit about uh, the structure of you. You're you've got a lot of business partners. How's that work? How'd you guys come together? So we all went to high school together. Um, most of us graduated in the same class. Mm-hmm. You uh, like spitwad kind of friends or what? Um, <laughs> wait, I don't know what that means. Like spit, spit, spitwad. Like there, 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 there was there was paper involved. Okay, is that where Burnham comes from? Like what's what's his name? <laughs> Did somebody set something on fire? <laughs> Burning down. Uh, Burn down. Spend our class on fire. <laughs> that sounds like a great story. <laughs> Another time. <laughs> Burnham, Stephen Blake, um, their father's middle name is Burnham. Yeah. Burnham. Oh, and totally we had yeah. just changed it a little bit for marketing purposes. It looks mm-hmm. a little better. And, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, the, the building we're in was my dad's construction company. Before he passed away in 2011, we had the building up for sale. And we got the idea to build Burnham and start it. We were looking for a location. We mm-hmm. had this building for sale. It I mean, you've been there mm-hmm. before, you know, it's this a, is a house. little spot, yeah. It's, it's a small It's not small made place. to be a brewery, like but we made small. it work. And nice. So, uh-huh. but yeah, that's, we kind of paid homage to that. And when we were thinking of names, like, I think Danny threw that one out, and it was like, 
definitely one that stuck. So. Yeah, we were close to a couple <laughs> other ones, but I'm glad we chose Burnham. It yeah. just rolls off the tongue, Burnham Brewing. Yeah. I really like the whole marketing aspect of it. It's yeah. it, 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 it I guess it allows us to be a little bit more fun. Yeah. Because we're not. It's not a serious, serious uh-uh. like uh, I don't know. Yeah. Are there are there name. serious <laughs> brewery names? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the, the other <laughs> partners, um, one of them is my twin brother, Blake. Uh, oh, you look two, the same or not? Uh, used to more than now. What happened? He's got short hair. <laughs> That's about it. Okay. <laughs> Dread, short hair. Yeah. It's easy He'll to still get called Blake, though. Oh, yeah. So. If I have these up in a hat, it's hard oh, to tell yeah. a difference. But um, two of the other partners and owners, uh, they're cousins. Like, we all went to high school together. It's mm-hmm. a small town. We just all grew up being really close friends. And in the school and the neighborhood we all grew up in, it was it was just like that. It was a really tight group of people. We mm-hmm. even stuck together after college. We all kind of went our separate ways those first few years after high school, but we all came back home and got this going. And you guys are, you still in your 20s? Uh, yeah, uh, well, 30 for most of us. I just okay. turned 30. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just turned 30. Wah, wah. 30. I'm, I'm 29, so I'm you know, coming 31, up on there. 31. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be 30 in November, so we're all yeah. pushing 30 now. Okay. Bunch of, <laughs> bunch of babies. But you started this as a group of 25-year-olds. Yeah, we were, we were 24, I believe. When we incorporated. Wow. Yeah, when we incorporated. That's... Yeah, but we weren't, didn't were have anything built yet. Were you working other jobs and things, too, at the time, but now you guys are not, or some yeah. of you are? So or... even in the first, like, couple years Burnham was open, not everybody was fully employed yet. It started off with just a couple of us and then built into all of us being able to quit full-time jobs and move in. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we've... I used to brew up at Greenbush, uh, Greenbush Brewing up in Sawyer, Michigan. Oh, okay. So we kind of got a jump start for building Burnham when mm-hmm. they upgraded their brew system from a seven barrel to a fifteen. They offered us the a lot of the old equipment. That oh, they nice! Had, so we bought it so. and just put it in storage for the first couple of years while we were. And you already and knew building. what to like how to work it and everything. Yeah, got yeah. for the most part. We had to <laughs> Frankenstein yeah. some things together, but uh, sure. we didn't get everything. <laughs> yeah. We got a couple more people from them too, though. Ooh, <laughs> sneaky. So we, well, there were, it's all, all of our partners. You know, uh, Blake is his brother. He used to run the kitchen over there. Oh. Howie was a tap room manager over there. Yeah. So we have these parts that Blake's wow. gonna be running our kitchen. You know, mm-hmm. Howie's been a tap room, you know, manager, mm-hmm. worker, you know, yeah. whatnot, um, over at our spot. And Rick, he uh, he's our head sellerman, and that's what he was doing over there as well. Oh, interesting. So we grabbed a couple crucial parts from those guys, mm-hmm. and they really helped us out a lot. These yeah. uh, the last. Few or you know, few years, especially starting up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you mentioned your cellarman. Are you, when you say that, are you talking about a seller, like you're cellaring beer? Or, um, uh, no, the cellarman title in a brewery goes to like uh, essentially cold side, like okay. transferring beer from tank to tank, mm-hmm. kegging, bottling, cleaning, that kind of thing. Gotcha. So Rick does a lot of that, a lot of the like that last end before it goes into the can or keg packaging, he wears rubber quality boots. control kind of stuff. He wears rubber boots yeah, every day. Yeah, he does. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's a trendy thing for brewers to wear rubber uh, boots. More about safety. Than <laughs> that's, a joke, that's a joke. That's a bad joke. You don't want your feet you don't right, want your feet wet? Right. You don't want um, uh, Somebody's chemicals. taking a picture. I'm getting uncomfortable. Oh, I'm fine here. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Wait, I'm, sh- I'm really I can hold two, I should hold two beers. That could have been exciting. Uh, I'm just adding to the story. Oh, boy. So, stories. Instagram? Facebook? Instagram so, stories. Yeah. So yeah. the the crack and hiss you heard was the the peach uh, tea, um, Mr. T peach series. Yeah. And um, it is good, but I would agree with you. I like the raspberry more. I like more. the raspberry more, I think more, because too. the the kind of like tart bite oh, yeah. of the raspberry mm-hmm. is you know, stone there. fruits really tough to get 
to shine in beer. It's such a mild flavor. Yeah. Even if you load it with tons, it's still going to just... Yeah, the color is super peachy. Yeah, and okay. still just kind of balances out. But you let that beer warm up a little mm. bit, you'll pick up more peach flavors out Was of this it. one pink? That Is raspberry that just comes through yeah. so much oh, yeah, more pink. just because <laughs> the raspberries are just potent yeah. fruits. Yeah. It's hard for, like, blueberries as well, so we got to double up on that. We used 325 pounds this year. Yeah, so it's from, uh, as much blueberries uh, Rambo Farms. In the wow. batch, and you still don't taste as much blueberries. You do raspberry. Yeah. <laughs> the color is beautiful, though. So you can definitely yeah. tell we brewed that you know, that beer with blueberries. Well, <laughs> is blueberry coming back, you said? Or no, no it's, it's done for the year? We have one done. Keg saved for the tea party, though. So if you do want to try, uh, you got to come out yeah, on Friday. Yeah, we got to make sure we September publish 28. this podcast. Last chance. Yeah, so <laughs> you said 20... September 20. 28. Yep. Yeah, I would really like to go out to that. We should. We, we should, plan should a trip go out, out to yeah. that. It'll be a taproom event, and yeah, I believe. Live music, yeah. yeah, I believe we're gonna, we're gonna have some uh, music too. So awesome. Do you know who's gonna play? That's a bad question because maybe you don't. I think it's uh, Jake <laughs> Willis. Is, is his name. Oh, what kind of music is that? He's uh, out of Chicago, and mm-hmm. he's kind of a mixture of experimental psychedelic folk music. Ooh, that sounds, sounds wild. pretty wild. That sounds great. Doesn't even do it justice. Like complicated. <laughs> I like it. it. He's pretty wild. Like he'll be, he'll be, Beatboxes. yeah. Oh, sweet. Do you need to get tickets? No, it's all an in-house tap room event. You we show up. We show got, up. We're going to have six tea beers on tap, four other normal beers. <laughs> Maybe not normal, but, you know, four other Burnham beers yeah. on tap. And awesome. then, um... Yeah, we'll be you doing. No, Darren that. wants to go. Probably do like yeah. a food special. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure our like chef that. will do some kind okay, of do you, like pizza. Okay, do you? How special. much food do you guys do? Are you doing? So we have uh, soft pretzels that are made of with our spent grain that we brew with. Our uh, local baker that's right down the road from us makes them for uh-huh. us. They're uh, delicious. Yeah, my uh, and our brother, who's our sh- my brother, who's our chef, does uh, pimento like cold beer cheese with nice. a different beer off tap every time he makes the batch. That's fun. Um, so that's like our main hit seller food we only have three items on our menu okay. so we have two other pizzas then that are like flatbread pizzas um, one's always a vegetarian option and one's always another rotating option with meat usually yeah. and it's just uh whatever's in season what kind of food we can find around the time that's great the though stuff and because i really don't like going to a brewery and being like oh no like yeah. i can only drink a little bit yeah you gotta you gotta have food, food to get people stick yeah, around a little bit that's and, nice you know. how, how long ago did you start serving food um, we started that almost right after our first year of having the tap room oh. open. We did it's it like without the food. It's been a while, have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We tried to have food trucks coming by first. Oh, that's nice. You can do that with your uh, with the brewing license. You can serve beer and not have to offer food as long as you offer, like, carry out or some mm. kind of, like, get a food oh, truck there or something. So. I didn't realize But that. the food trucks, you know, every day of the week, it's hard to get them to come. If it's a busy Saturday, it's mm-hmm. easier for them to come, but they need to make money, too, so it's kind of tougher when we were slower during the week to do it so we just kind of thought we had to really just get on the food aspect of it yeah brought the health department out showed them our space uh we're like how do we produce food here without putting in a hood system and all this and they walked us through what we can do and we have a really small electric kitchen one convection oven and then puts out everything it's Mm -hmm. pretty impressive the quality of food and like just the few items but how Mm -hmm. good they are and like you guys said you you have to have something Mm because you don't want to just sit there and be like oh i need to leave now and get some food and we'd rather just stay and have a couple more beers of course so tell us like what what uh, you guys both brew but what i'm sure each of you have a different aspect of the brewery that you love the most or like what do you love to do the most i guess um for me, uh, I really love like our sour side um, mm. and like the barrel kind of funky stuff that mm-hmm. we do there. We call it the Burnham Funk Project, mm. and it's like my like baby project, I guess, for the past couple of years. It's been 
aging funky beers, sour beers and wood and doing that. And it's these long-term beers that some have been sitting over a year and just that patience of having to wait for those things is, that's one of my favorite parts of it, that, and then we do the quick kettle sours too. And like sours are just a whole nother level of complexity in beer. And it's just, that's been one of my favorite parts and just always like trying to push that knowledge a little bit more. Yeah. That's where I'm at too, in terms of drinking right now. It's just like so complex, such a variety. Yeah. that's awesome you guys are doing that. Are you catching any yeasts from the air, stuff like that? <laughs> any wild stuff yet? Oh, I'm sure. We've tried a couple <laughs> things here and there, but uh, it's not something we do regularly yeah. Regularly yet. We have a uh, very small facility, so trying to do a lot of that side by side while we're mm-hmm. maintaining our normal production is really tough. So well, until we get a bigger spot. <laughs> on, that, on that notion of being so small, so the first time I visited your tap room, I was like, it's only this big <laughs> because I see your beer at multiple restaurants. I see it in multiple liquor stores. Mm-hmm. And I was in Michigan City for some work, and I was like, let's go to Burnham. And we went there. And my dad likes to, like, go to different breweries and different wineries. And he he actually branches out more than I do. Like, he'll <laughs> go – he'll he'll drive, like, two hours and go somewhere. And he would mentioned multiple times he'd been there, and I went there. I was like, this is <laughs> – it's like – it, I mean, you said it's a house. Like, I was like, this is a shack, right? It's oh, a yeah. small yeah. place in the woods. You it got the really little, small. Like, yeah. the, like, the woods next to you. Oh, it's cool. Like, deer will walk right up to the, like, patio fence and, like, you know, we'll see foxes run through the yard. Yeah, it's kind of out there, it. too. It's, like, on a country road. Yeah, we're, we're mm-hmm. kind of secluded. We are right off the side of the city, real close to, like, mm-hmm. Michigan, but it's just, yeah. It is. It does seem a little random. I think the it's first cool time place. we went there, we were like, "Is that it?" You know, like it's got we're its confused. It is. It is very small <laughs> and unique. But you were. You're right. You saw our beer all over the place because That's the year before we actually opened up that tasting room, we were just distributing beer all over the place uh, and getting our name out there and doing okay. tap takeovers, tastings, everything room, yeah. that we could possibly do, beer dinners. Wow. And now we have a catalog of hundreds of counts all over Indiana. Wow. You know, we can't keep up really. So there's no going to Illinois yet or any other state yet. We'd love to be able to do something like that eventually. But right now we're just – we're brewing every day. Mm-hmm. You know? Do you have – uh, plans in the future to expand or just kind of hopes more or sort of? Yeah, we, we have plans. Um, nothing set in stone yet. We're just kind of looking for the perfect building to, you know, move that whole space into because we've, we've maxed out every inch of our building. There's, um, we haven't added any more like brewing capacity, any more tanks in the past two years, mm-hmm. but we've been able to increase our barrelage per year from a thousand barrels a year now up to like 1400 just mm-hmm. by improving our quality in our process, treating our water, um, managing pHs better, and just having that whole thing going for us was able to speed up the process of mm-hmm. brewing a little bit and just adding a little extra help in the brewery was able to kind of put all that together. And the next step for us is actually we're opening up a little restaurant in La Porte. Um, it's going to be a separate entity, so it's going to be called Bare Bones Kitchen mm-hmm. and Tap. Yep. Um, we are going to be selling a lot of our beer through that, so we're not yeah. going to have to, you know, I mean, we're going to have to brew beer eventually and, like, more beer, but we're, mm-hmm. we have another outlet right now that we're looking at that we're just going to be able to push our beer through. Yeah. That's exciting. Nice. Yeah, we're hoping for around November for that, but no, date, no dates set. But Larson uh-huh. Danielson, the uh, construction company, just got out of there, so now we can actually start moving forward with our project. And so we've told people, you know, September, October now, but hopefully we're looking at November, and it's I think <laughs> it's going to be good, you know, for us uh, open up in the slower season because we won't be. 
And then when the summer season comes, we'll already be we'll kind be of yeah, we'll be <laughs> yeah, seasoned up a little yeah. bit. But Blake will be the head chef over there. What kind his of brother. Food, then? It's gonna be like a uh, kind of a fast casual restaurant. So we're doing it very bare bones essentially. Uh-huh. Uh, we're building out the kitchen as small as we possibly can to start. It's a it's about a two thousand square foot space. We're hoping to fit around seventy people in there, seventy seats at least, with mm-hmm. um, not including the standing room. But we'll have a pretty much all our beer on tap. We'll do some other guest beer, focusing on you know more local guys, Indiana stuff, and um, but we'll yeah we're hoping to just it's going to be like kind of more locally sourced food. Um, we're hoping to do some of our own kind of like curing and cool like cool. meat stuff like that. And but it's going to be it'll be a rotating menu constantly. So that's exciting. And a little scary. It'll Is it be. A little it's very scary? exciting for us. I think. Not scary <laughs> well, definitely scary. But okay. I mean, <laughs> just a we, we got scary. a great deal in the building. Laporte's been really awesome with us. They want to mm-hmm. get that downtown area of Laporte just mm-hmm. uh, yeah. growing again, and they think that we're going to be one of those uh, points for, you know, of uh, attraction. I guess, and mm-hmm. you know, we're gonna, we're gonna. I think we're gonna kill it. I, I really I have a. I have a good feeling too. about it. I, I think we're gonna be bringing something different to Laporte than they really ever had before, mm-hmm. and we have a great relationship with uh, the breweries in Laporte too. Back Road, mm-hmm. Chuck is happy that it, we're coming over, you know. So, I think it's gonna be cool. We'll and you'll probably of do some of his beer on occasion too, right? Definitely yeah, put them on tap. Yeah. Absolutely, sell us any. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Um, tell us where we can get Burnham beer in Ooh. Michiana. So I, we are in. Almost most of the liquor stores in the region. Um, I mean, there's probably a good handful we're not in, but any of the major ones, especially if they are big into craft beer, you can most likely find us at mm-hmm. City um, And good if you can't, selection. though, tell them you want that beer. Yep. Yeah, we, yeah, we did that today. So, yeah, we took a road trip. So, we did a podcast right before this. Yeah. We had about 30 minutes to spare. Mm-hmm. We're like, we don't know if these guys are bringing beer. We're like, they we're going to go get be, some beer. Maybe they're not. So, we went out <laughs> and. Um, Citywide downtown is closed right now because yep. they're moving locations. Mm-hmm. Yep. That would be my go-to. Mm-hmm. But yep, which um, we definitely can find us at Citywide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they have <laughs> three locations. They yeah. that I know. I think of. we sell, sell to all three locations. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah. We're in quite a few of the Belmonts out here in South Bend. Right. So um, the Cleveland Road one. That's the that's where you get it. Apparently, that's where Bend, you can apparently. get it. Yeah, because <laughs> we, we went to, to the Miami to, Street, and she was like, "They don't have any just Cleveland." Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll look into that. Yeah, look into that because we were. They're the ones that handle sales and distributions. And mm-hmm. we have a really nice interactive map where you can find our beer oh, at nice. on our uh, website, so www.burnhambrewing.com. Mm-hmm. And if you go, like, find beer, find us, uh, it's a really great map. You just uh, put in your address or your uh, zip code, and it'll get you the closest spots Perfect. to where our beer is sold. Yeah, and that, that'll awesome. include the bars and restaurants that have us on tap, too. Like, we always encourage people to call ahead because a lot of the bars rotate beers and mm-hmm. craft beer and stuff, so we might not be on tap mm-hmm. all the time, but... Some places keep us on a steady tap handle. Um, you have the, the restaurants on that map also? Yep. Okay. Yes, cool. we do. And then uh, another great little thing is beer menus. So a lot of places around the area now are really focused on updating that. Mm-hmm. They used to be pretty bad at it, but now it's getting to be a bigger thing. What is that, an and app? It's a, it's yeah. a website. <laughs> app I think, app I website, I believe, things. yeah. Okay. But, like, you just uh, you can go specifically to either find your beer or to go to a restaurant and see what beer they have on tap. Mm-hmm. And they should be updating all the time. We update ours. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Uh, you're looking at coming to Burnham and, you know, you're planning a trip out there. You can look and see what's going to be on tap that night. Mm-hmm. Now, certain things might blow before you get there and yeah. we'd be replacing <laughs> it with something new, but... Sure. And that does that, happen. Yeah, that does happen. We'll have but... nights where we <laughs> literally change four kegs in a row. No. 
and all different recipes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. So the people that are there, they're like, yes. You know? In one night. <laughs> yeah. You spend enough time. You, can, you can hit yeah. the lottery like that. It's good. Because <laughs> well, I, I think I've seen your beer at probably LaSalle Kitchen and Tavern uh-huh. upstairs. They've been a great supporter. Um, at Fiddlers. Fiddlers. Fiddlers sure. yep. And we've yeah. just re-secured. On, we're going to be... Uh, Doing some cool stuff with their cask engines there, so oh, coming up here soon. Oh, sweet! Oh, wait, so cask? we might have some Burnham on cask there. Yeah. Is that, yes, we will soon. Yes, we oh. soon. they're not ready yet. But what are we? Be. What are we talking? Uh, we're not. We're not positive on which ones <laughs> okay. are gonna be in there yet. We'll, we'll have some coming out soon though. Nice. <laughs> and are, are you guys aging anything? Um, we do like um, whiskey barrel aging. Um, we keep a regular uh, every year. We do our winter warmer long johns on. Um, we do that barrel age. That's a great name. And that's a, a party on January 19th. Oh, January so many nice. parties. Yeah. Beer is where it's at, That's a guys. big outdoor one, so we do it out. in. The, it's only snowed one year. We've done it out of the three, but we'd like to have it in the snow. Yeah, uh, that's more fun, in my Big barrel age beers. Like, it's snowy. I have a fur hat on. Uh-huh. It's cold. I've seen you in that fur drinking hat. Beer. Do you have a fire? Um, <laughs> we've been trying to do fires. Uh, fire. City of Michigan City you. hasn't let us do it yet, but we we, we're out. hoping oh, for this. Trash fires, yeah. more trash. We fires. need yeah. big steel barrels. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> hobo fires. Yeah. but no. Um, we uh, for that fest we do some barrel aged beers for that. We're actually about to brew our first batch of that for the year, get it into barrels, so it'll be ready for January. Nice. Um, but we do some other random ones throughout the year too. We have our Russian Imperial Stout that's brewed with coffee, vanilla, and hazelnut. Ooh. In uh, some journeyman rye whiskey barrels right now. Sounds really good. Um, and those will be, those are going to be just taproom beer. They'll, you'll see those that beer we're hitting the taproom shelves eventually, and it's a lot of those kegs are going to be going out to like uh, Fobab out in Chicago. For, this is the festival of barrel aged beers. We're submitting those Ooh. to that, and then, uh, we, we will have a uh, smoke down. <laughs> and then uh, we'll have. Um, <laughs> Some of it going out to Journeyman does a barrel aged beer fest over there, oh. over the border in Three Oaks, which yeah. that's that? the only time know. we ever bring our beer to Michigan is for yeah, that festival. Yeah, what's when is that one? Mm. It's in October. It's like the um, 17th or 18th. Yeah. Uh, my calendar is filling up last now. year. October's like, man, getting awesome. This is yeah. the second right? year they're doing it. It was an incredible fest. Uh, the tickets are already on sale, so they're going to sell out. They sold out last year. I thought about going last year. I would definitely grab tickets if you want to. It was really cool last year. Yeah. Was one of the cooler fests we've done. So a lot, all barrel aged beer. Everybody that's doing the fest has lots to get a barrel. Strong from beers. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So. Lots of really strong beers. We actually brought a uh, gin barrel aged uh, Berliner Weiss. What? Three percent sour. We that sounds here. so that good. It was incredible. Uh, it was actually brewed with all the ingredients they brew with their gin with. What? And it was incredible. That but obviously really we were kind of shut down for the competition because we brought a three percent beer and then like the thirteen percenters really? and twelve percenters <laughs> were the one the judges wanted. I guess. Oh, yeah, I'm more into like the what can I drink all day. Oh yeah. See, I'm yeah, the opposite. Here. I'm oh. like, where's that eleven percenter? Let's so see like, what's, what's gonna that, happen. That you know? sounds like a good like. <laughs> Goza too. Oh, like yeah. do it yeah. in, like in a gin barrel. Yeah, we've uh, we've got a few gin barrels from Journeyman over the years, but mm-hmm. we've uh, yeah we didn't get any of the, for this year. We just got the rye whiskey. They didn't have any available. So I love <laughs> their gin barrel stuff though. Oh, yeah, their gin is one of my favorite gins. Yeah. So um, what's the best way for people to follow? Like get. And get their eyes on what you guys are doing. Your website will um, portal them to all your things. So or? our website's pretty good. Um, if you have Instagram and follow us on Instagram, just Burnham Brewing, no spaces, because um, all the brewers and all the guys in the back, mm-hmm. um, including all the owners and the bartenders, everybody has access to that page. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So we all it's varied and fun. Yeah, we're all putting posts up. Like in the back, the brewers were putting you know posts of what we're brewing that day. Nice. We're putting pictures up of what we're putting into barrels, fun stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, then you know everybody else is putting pictures of the tap room up and stuff. So if you want to like really see what's going on behind the scenes, Instagram is probably one of the best outlets for that. Well, um, our Facebook is always updated with what events are going on and that kind of stuff. So if you want to yeah. know what's coming up, we keep it pretty regularly updated on that one, too. And awesome. The website would be a third. <laughs> yep. uh, and, and I think I don't think we even mentioned your last name. So tell us your f- first and last names just so we've got it on record here. I'm Rob Austin. <laughs> and I'm Steve Murray. Very serious. And, and Steve, <laughs> you mentioned you're really into the sours right now. Oh, yes. Rob, did you mention what what sort of beers you're really really interested in brewing right now? Well, I really like brewing with a lot of weird ingredients, just like random ingredients, something that I guess I've never seen before kind of beers, and that's what I like going for for the most part. But I do brew like a lot of IPAs and uh, stouts and stuff like that. I really am more of like the clean brewer for sure because I really Mm -hmm. just focus on IPAs and pale ales. Mm -hmm. They sell so fast, and there's so many different varieties of hops that, I mean, we could brew a different one every day. And we really do. do. Yeah, I mean, with yeah. the combinations you can use and the dry hops, and now there's all these, you know, hazy beers and stuff like that that we're, you know, just testing out and trying new things. And it's really fun to just be able to, you know, just look at a couple different hops and just brew a different beer every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Well, sadly, we need to wrap up. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah. It's, it's been it's great. Nice to meet you guys. To yeah, you thank guys. you guys for having us. Thank you for the beer. Woo woo. Yeah. Cheers and yeah. stuff. Got a couple more to go, it looks yeah. like. Yeah. I'll take all of these. I'm taking the tea beers. Okay. That's fine with me because I've tried those. I didn't want to reveal it to you guys, but I don't like IPAs. Have you had our IPA or our uh, fourteen bucks? Every or once in a while, I'm into a double or a triple, but oh, those are some, those are stellar right there. Jack. Yeah, you don't have to do it before you leave. But maybe I'll just give it a tiny little sip. So five and a half percent. So it is lower. I'll give you one. But I like every other kind of beer, which that's our number one selling beer now. That's easily our our number one. I'll just take it home with me. Gotcha. Yeah, a lot of people that don't like IPAs Hang or pails, they love that beer, honestly. Yeah, uh, I'll give it a go then. It's got this, like, I like I don't know. the label or the design. The label really stands out. And I mean, when you have a because thousand breweries like on the shelves, you gotta do that. And who doesn't like money? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, well, it's been awesome, you guys. Thanks so much for coming on Michiana Banana. Yeah. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thank you guys so yeah. much for having us out. We hope to see you guys at the tea party or any oh, other yeah. upcoming events. Yeah, we on. should be there. Totally. Totally. Yeah, for sure. A beer in each hand. (laughs) We'll be a problem there. (laughs) We will be loud and obnoxious. That is fine. We've got outdoor patios. That's us (laughs) signing off on uh, this edition of Michiana Banana. So thank you, Katie. Thank you, Miles. And thank you, the Burnham crew, for coming out (laughs) from Michigan City. Woo-woo! Burn it down! Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers.